Hello, welcome to Guides the Unknown. I'm Kristen. I'm William. And we are here to trade stories, freak each other right out, knock each other out of our socks. Just go nuts. It's going well so far. Yeah, off to a good start. Uh, Before we get started into our long-form topics this evening, I do want to share with everybody out there listening or watching Mm -hmm. that there is a brand new (laughs) podcast out um, that I directed called The Long Hallway. You can check the show notes for this episode. I'll make sure that we've got links down there. Mm -hmm. But put simply, The Long Hallway is an anthology thriller series mysteries scary stuff sometimes it's funny sometimes it's creepy it comes out every tuesday and thursday yeah love that and the real twist is that all the episodes are under 10 minutes long yeah it's so cool yeah i've never listened to anything like that before it's really fun it's really crazy uh all the team at uh at skylark the the company that does hunt a killer mm-hmm. and empty faces and earthbreak all that stuff and blackwood uh uh we spread out the 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 love of yeah. podcasting and we started putting out open calls send us your ideas for stories they might turn into a podcast and so uh i worked with a bunch of amazing people at the company to turn their ideas into scripts yeah and then worked with performers to turn them into an audio drama and now it's coming out yeah so uh as of this recording there's one episode out mm-hmm. as of friday the first time you can hear this episode on, on podcast apps there should be two yeah comes out every tuesday and thursday we're going to throw a ton of episodes at you, and I really, really hope you enjoy it. Yeah. And I especially hope you share it mm-hmm. and review it. Yes. People are watching yes. these things. That stuff matters and helps other projects get made. Yes. I want to mention, I don't know if you said you may have, that each episode is its own story. So yeah. it's like a complete story you're listening to under 10 minutes. They're not connected to each other. No, yeah. They're all yeah. like little disconnected horror mm-hmm. stories. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really, really hope you enjoy it. It's um, awesome. Yeah, I'm really proud to have gotten to. This is the first time that uh, uh, I'm the director. Yeah, I would love to do it again. Yeah. Uh, so check out the long hallway again. Links are in the show notes for this episode on all major podcast apps. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I'll stop talking about that. That's awesome. Perfect. No, keep going. Perfect. All right, fine. Even that was under ten minutes. Thank so really you. keeping in theme. Tight. Yeah. Nice and tight. <laughs> to the point. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Will, I'm going to tell you about something that I had never heard of before, and I can't believe it's not talked about more because this is a crazy thing to me. Awesome. Have you ever heard of the Georgia Guidestones? Does that even ring a bell to you? Not at all. Me neither. I had never heard of it before. And in our private Facebook group, so you can go to facebook.com slash group slash pod, and we have a group there. Jennifer Gaynor Wildebor, I hope I pronounced that right, um, suggested it and said like, oh, have you ever heard of this thing? So I looked it up and it is a doozy because she lives not super far away from it. So... The short explanation for what they are is that it's kind of, it's known as the American Stonehenge. And it's this insane 19 foot structure of four slabs of granite with then a pillar in the center and a capstone on top that's kind of connecting it all that have this carved set of 10 commandments on them. What? That are alternately like hippy dippy and not cool. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. There are a couple that are like, oh, that's not great. Um, And so they're like the commandments are written in different languages on each side of the stones. And it's there. They also the stones form like a weird kind of sundial and kind of calendar. It is an insane thing. And I can't believe that I hadn't heard about it before. And that's the deal on the surface, basically. Okay. So here is what we know about the creation of the Georgia Guidestones. Because this is all kind of like shrouded in mystery. We don't have any exact names or anything like that. So truly like Stonehenge, this is just sort of something that exists. Kind of. Like we know, you know, like the company that, that built them up and everything. But we don't know exactly who commissioned them and for what purpose. Like, we don't really know, like, what's the, the, the total thought process between these Ten Commandments? Yeah. And behind, I mean. Without gobbling up your thunder of the storytelling, is this a recent thing or is this? No, it went up in 1979. Man, so then, yeah, how is this not? I don't know. It's insane. I mean, maybe if you live in Georgia or the surrounding areas, it's a very known thing. But I had never heard of it yeah. whatsoever. Interesting. Okay. 
So the way that it was kind of created, or at least what we know about it, is that there was a guy who walked into a granite company, like somebody you'd commissioned, um, you know, projects for, and he gave the pseudonym and admitted, he was like, this isn't my real name. I'm Robert C. Christian. And he asked them for this extreme structure. So something that would be 19 feet, like kind of gave them like the broad overview of yeah. it. And um, he wanted it to act as a compass, a calendar, and a clock. And he wanted it to be strong enough that it could withstand future catastrophic, catastrophic events. Like he wanted this thing to be like real legit. So the guy he talked to at the Granite Company thought he was a nut. Right. And basically to try to get him off his back, quoted him an insane price that was way higher than they would for this project anyway. And also way higher than any price they had quoted anybody before because they're just like, I don't even want to deal with this. This is very weird. And the guy just accepted it on the spot. He's like, you got a deal. And they're like, so okay. This, yeah, Billy C. Crystal or whatever his name is. <laughs> Billy C. Crystal. Robert C. Christian. Robert C. Christian. Yeah. Is a, 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 a well-funded gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he accepted it right away. It was no big deal. And he told them that he was part of a small group of loyal Americans who had been planning this for 20 years. So this was a culmination of a long time of planning, I guess maybe a long time of saving and pooling money between this small group or whatever, and he was amped to get going. So he went to the bank, arranged for whatever to happen, and I actually didn't write this down. He did have to give his real name at the bank because it's a bank. You need to withdraw or like get money for, you know, or write stuff down for a loan or whatever. Right. And he All right, that is my real name. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a good fake. That is a good pseudonym. Right? Yeah, because you're looking everywhere but the real name. That's what I do whenever I walk into a subway, eat fresh. I go, My real name is not Will Rogers. Yeah. I would like a foot long with extra chicken salad, <laughs> as much as you'll possibly give me. So shameful. And that's not my real name. Yeah, just so you know. So you're going to have to reveal your true identity to us. All right, fine. That was my real name the whole time. You got me. You got me. So want anybody to know that I like the bread here. I know, right, it's, you happy? I know it's generally regarded as gross. Ooh, big man. You got yeah. me. I love chicken salad. Oh. What else you got? You got Ooh. chicken salad for me? <laughs> Let's get it going. And that'll be $5, I presume? Yeah. It won't. <laughs> What do you mean? All right. Sorry. I had to get a loan for this. <laughs> so he did give his real name. And the bank manager has been asked about this. Because there, there are a lot of people who are very interested in this and the origin and everything. There's a lot of conspiracy theories about this that I'll go into. But the bank manager was quoted as saying that he would never tell anybody this guy's real name. Not even if they had a gun to his head. Okay. So, so the bank manager loved this guy. Okay, Terrence. Yeah. I was Calm thinking down. that maybe this is this was an exciting thing in this bank manager's life. Maybe, yeah. maybe like things like you know, I don't have things like that happening where I'm part of a weird, vast conspiracy with a bunch of secrets. It'd be exciting to me too. Right. So I guess this guy just got like hyped on the legend. Maybe that's just the way that he is, though. You know, maybe, like, maybe he's like, just a very heightened person. Where do we keep the post-its? I would never tell yeah. you that. Yeah, never in a million years. Not even not if you even have if a you had a gun, gun to, to my head. head. Okay. Okay. I guess I'll go to the corner store then. All right. I'll ask Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy's identity is on lockdown, basically. And he came back to the Granite Company with a wooden model of exactly what he and the group wanted in a shoebox and 10 pages of specifications. Wow. So they had to... <laughs> The specifications were such that the granite company couldn't totally do it on their own because it had to do with like the position of the stones that would be in accordance with the lunar blah 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 and stuff. Oh. So they actually had to end up consulting. Um, I'm jumping ahead of myself. They had to consult like a pro. Let's see. Like an astro. Yes. Like an astrophysicist or something. And even so, um, people now today said it was still done like pretty crudely and sort of like it's kind of inaccurate. And there was a guy who was quoted on the Smithsonian website who said that the, um, the abilities of the guide stones were like an abacus to Stonehenge's computer. Like they just okay. like were not really all the way there, but it's still the intent still rules, and I will be going into like what they want it to be like. So this just it was not an easy project. Soup to nuts. They're having to bring in pros and stuff like that. Um, so he gave them these specifications that caused them to have to do that, and he had it written into the contract that when the project was done, that um, 
all of the plans, like the things that he showed them and also any plans that they put together themselves had to be destroyed immediately after completion and that no info to him was to be revealed to the public. So this was written into the contract for this building. It's signed in blood. Yeah. I'm sure Robert C. Christian would love that. Oh, yeah. Um, so he bought the land that the Guidestones are on from a farmer and said that the cattle that the farmer has or any of the farmers like later family that might inherit gets had lifetime grazing rights all around the land that he owned. And so that's very nice. He's okay. like, yeah, I want this. But like your cows can like chill out and do whatever. And um, the farmer later, so because it was on the farmer's land, he was kind of in the area of this thing being built. And the farmer later said that, that when they did the unveiling of the Guidestones, that there were between 100 and 400 people who were present there, which is a wide yeah. like range of numbers. And it sounds like something I would say. Was- because I have no concept of like numbers of groups. Size. I would totally be like, it was like 100 or 400. Yeah. It's, it's either a number or quadruple that number. Yeah. Yeah, no. So 100%. I relate to this farmer. I, uh, I would have no idea. But like, I don't know. It's like a lot of people. Complete tangent. Yeah. Uh, farmer in the Dell, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, remember the computer Adele? And it was made by Gateway? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you're getting Adele. And their boxes had like a cow pattern on them. They were black and white. Farmer in the I Dell. I don't remember that. Somebody out there knows what I'm talking about, and I'm uh, they're putting it together too. Huh. Today I learned. Yeah. Put that on Reddit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry, good. Interesting. Very interesting. Do you think there was ever an SNL sketch that was like the farmer and Adele? Farmer and Adele. Where it's like Adele singing farm songs maybe or something. Rolling in the Dell. <laughs> it seems like it could be something. Probably a, a sketch at the end of the night. Yeah. That yeah, is very popular and is very weird. Yes. The final sketch of the night. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so the farmer said that there were a bunch of people there of some number. We're not totally sure. And um, the so Robert C. Christian later had the land transferred to the ownership of the county so they could kind of like do with it whatever they wanted to and have it be sort of maybe like an institution. Okay. Um, And so they like the county just owns it now. So it's kind of always going to be part of the landscape of that town and actually the road that the guidestones are on is now called guidestone road oh that's interesting so, yeah okay. so i guess they're happy to have this like very weirdo thing there yeah um so here is what the guidestones actually say i'm going to read what the ten commandments are and the commands are written in eight languages so one on each face of the slabs of granite they're like big um rectangles basically so on the front and back it has these commandments but in different languages they're in english spanish swahili hindi Hebrew, Arabic, Chinese, and Russian. Interesting. And so here we go with what they are. Number one, maintain humanity under 5 million in perpetual balance with nature. Two, yikes, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Three, unite humanity with a new, uh, with a, a living new language. Four, rule passion, faith, tradition, tradition and all things with tempered reason five protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts six let all nations rule internally resolving external disputes in a world court seven avoid petty laws and useless officials eight balance personal rights with social duties nine prize truth beauty love seeking uh, oh no prize truth beauty love seeking harmony with the infinite 10. Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Interesting. Interesting. So where things get scary is guide reproduction wisely. Sure. And maintain humanity under 5 million. Right. (laughs) You know, what do those mean? But the rest of them are pretty kind of like new agey sort of hippy dippy, like let's live in peace sort of things. It seems like. Under 5 million? Yes. There are 7 billion people on the planet. Right. So there's a theory. Um, I was going to go into it at the end with what people think about this. There's the most widely held theory is that these are kind of guides for how to rebuild or live in a world after a total collapse. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Right. And so the thing is, these went up in 1979, which was at the height of the Cold War. And so they may have been built with the idea of nuclear war and World War III happening in mind. Right. And so a guess is that maybe these people who built it are assuming that the population has dropped below 5 million. 
during oh, okay. like a nuclear disaster. And maybe for some reason they've calculated that that's a number where you can live with, you know, abundance of resources naturally for everybody or something. Thanos rule. It is Thanos rule. Yeah. Oh my god. Or no, 500 million. Did I say 5 million? You said 5 million. Okay, I'm at 500. Like yes, I'm okay, at 500. 500, million sorry. Is still. Yes, it's still low. What was that? Um, We're, the the current population yeah. is 14 times that? Yeah. So, yeah. I you know, again, it was in 1979. Maybe <laughs> right. it was different. I don't know if the popu- how much the population has increased over those years. But yeah. even so, I mean, that's still a low number for the world population. Yeah. But a guess is that these people who made it may have been assuming that the population would have already after been this depleted. may have been dropped below that. And so you don't want to go above that ceiling or something like that. I think it's like fascinating that. to have the multiple languages mm-hmm. printed. And I wonder if it's for one of two reasons. Yeah. One, the people, they, they want to be prepared for whoever might come stumbling right. across the Guidestones someday. Mm-hmm. And maybe they speak Chinese. Maybe Chinese is the language that has endured. Mm-hmm. Not English, not Russian, not Spanish, whatever. Yeah. The other is, what if no language exists? Right. People can then go, oh, this is the same thing printed a bunch of different oh, ways. And maybe an leverage the different languages against each other to eventually parse out what come it means. Come up with, like, yeah, with the clue or kind of come together with a new language. Right. Well, there's another interesting thing. Then on the top of the slab, so on that capstone, on each of the four sides outward from the capstone, they're written in other languages, like many of which are dead languages. So Babylonian in cuneiform script classical greek sanskrit and ancient egyptian in hieroglyphics wow and apparently they're not accurate okay yeah but still the intent was there yeah so that's kind of interesting too like it seems like they had current languages large on the main slabs but then things that aren't commonly used but still had some sort of importance to them that they wanted those in the mix up well, above those would be the earliest languages mm-hmm. if time is somehow cyclical if yeah. if human development is cyclical if everything starts to to develop similar to how it did last time true then maybe pictorial yeah sort of lettering yeah would be more easily understood by people yeah that's totally we started true. with hieroglyphics right yeah. but it's all just so mysterious it is mysterious like what the hell's going it's on it's very fascinating and it's really it, it's so funny i i'm so um dim about certain things it didn't occur to me all that stuff about the end of the Cold War and everything, but you're right. That's like so mm-hmm. perfectly timed. Right. The, this, I didn't come up with that. That was in Wikipedia, but still, sure. But yeah. whatever. But like, th- th- this must have been some like coalition of people that are like, we may all be doomed. Right. We need to try to do something to pass on mm-hmm. lessons people can learn from what we screwed up. Right. This and maybe time. avoid this kind of thing happening again in the future yeah. if they follow these lessons. Right. Yeah. Fascinating. I know. Um, so. The outer stones are placed in, so like the main stones, they're placed in this particular position that has something to do with the lunar cycle that was very hard for me to understand. I had to just move on. Yeah, yeah. But it's in accordance with the lunar cycle. The center pillar has a whole board through it at an angle through which you can view the North Star pretty much at all times. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, very cool. And a slot that's aligned with the position of the sun during solstices and equinoxes. So... I don't totally understand. No, I get this. this you do? I don't yes, get it. Yes, 100%. Like I, you know, I know that you it, you would look through it and it's going to... Oh, I don't care how they did it. Yeah. The point is, it's like when you buy those composition notebooks, like uh-huh. the marbled notebooks on the front. Yeah. At the very back, on the inside of the back cover, they always have, you know, like a ruler. Yeah. They have, you know, like, you know, however many ounces are in a cup. 16, yeah, 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 Whatever. Yeah. Like they give you like shorthand for like understanding values right. and measurements and everything. Oh, yeah. That I guess. This yeah, is this to, is what they're doing. This is to catch up primitive humanity yes. on being like, look at the position of the sun. This is going to be important. You're going to have to figure out why. Yes. The only language that we can guarantee to be passed on is showing mm-hmm. positioning of things. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to understand why right. we wanted you to be able to see the North Star. Right. But at least it'll give you a leg up. Yes, exactly. And there's even more. So they also provide them basically a calendar. So the capstone at the top has a hole where at noon each day, the sun shines onto the pillar, indicating the day of the year in some way that I never found specified. <laughs> this is the coolest thing. I couldn't believe my eyes when I was reading this. This is what I'm saying. I can't believe that I've never heard of this before. I love this. It's insane. I know. It's so awesome. Um, so like I said, this was their intent. Uh-huh. It seems like it may not like really work perfectly, but the intent is so awesome. So they wanted this thing built so it could withstand 
any disaster. And so it's like, it's a tool. It's not only just those ideas for how you can live and avoid some sort of disaster, but it's also like, we're also going to leave you something that you can use Uh to kind of help you rebuild society and understand this crazy world with no other, like in their minds, this might have been like the only tool and resource people have. Yeah. Everything else could have disintegrated and explode and blown away. But this thing is so humongous and steady. They're going to need to pack as much usefulness into this thing as possible. I wonder if they're not even from Georgia, but they selected Georgia because it's oh. not on the West Coast, which yeah. is on a fault line. That's yeah. a great thought. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I wonder. Huh. Well, so also cool. So there's this concrete slab off to the side, like in the ground, basically, that basically serves as like a key. It's kind of like, here's what this thing is, um, but not not super in depth. But it has like facts about like the weight and the size of the stones and things like that. And some info about those astronomical features above. It says like, this is for viewing the North Star. This is whatever. Um, and then it also has just a little bit of information about the people who made it, but all pseudonymy Vague and whatever. And, yeah. yeah. Um, so the, the slab says author RC Christian and then in parentheses, a pseudonym. Pseudonym. Yep. Oh, that's a shame. I know. Damn. Sponsors, a small group of Americans who seek the age of reason, age wow. of reason in caps. And then this is so interesting to me. I don't know how this happened. It says time capsule placed six feet below this spot on to be opened on. And totally blank. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, we don't even know if there definitely is a time capsule down there, but for some reason, they never filled in this sort of stuff, or if they were planning on doing it and never did it, so they didn't put in the on date and the to be opened on date, because there's nothing down there. Right. Oh, my God. That is wild. I know. Dig next to it and use, like, ultrasound or whatever. There's not, like, this is a known thing. Like, it seems like... The people who are most interested in this are conspiracy theorists and things sure, like that. Like there course. are a lot of websites that I went to where I was like, oh God, I kind of wish this wasn't in my history. Like weird, freaky new world order sites. Uh, there aren't a ton of sites just kind of about like the weirdness of the guidestones and the interestingness of them. There are, but it's not a lot. It's like a short article on Atlas Obscura, like a short Ripley's Believe It or Not kind of thing. It's not the sort of thing where... Um, wow. That's what I'm saying. It's such a cool thing. I'm surprised that there aren't like a zillion articles about it like there would be about Annabelle. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like it's just so interesting to me, but there's not a lot out there about it. Like, yeah. But I have to imagine that there have been people who are curious about it who have tried to... There have to be who tried to go dig under it. But I didn't find anything like that. I just found kind of the same information everywhere. I love the implication of there being some sort of an organization. Mm-hmm. Age of Reason in all caps implies yeah. that this is one of their like central tenets that yes. like, someday, you know, the folly of man has brought us to a place where we're about to explode each other right but hopefully this that will, will bring to us a... to the age of reason like that's yeah. like a known era right that's like a fact that's a future era that's yeah. bound to exist someday exactly um man yeah I, I am i'm stunned by this it's so cool definitely google it and look up pictures of it and stuff it's awesome weird thought yeah what if stonehenge mm-hmm. was like this mm-hmm. what if it used to have like carvings all over it in language that just got eroded over the course of time oh, you know and yeah I mean, you know this guidestone thing has only existed for 40 years right right it too could someday be eroded and we could lose the meaning and maybe true. hundreds of years from now yeah people are studying it as like what the hell was this, this supposed thing? to be yeah yeah that's a good thought right yeah nothing is permanent that's the problem right it's it's wonderful that they're attempting this but mm-hmm. nothing is permanent no you can mess anything up uh-huh. yeah like maybe by our current standards of things right. like it seems like you wouldn't be able to maybe if this stuff is chiseled in so deep you're like it would take hundreds of years for that to naturally erode but maybe there's something you know coming in the future that we can't even wrap our heads around that would erode that more quickly yeah, plus time doesn't stop yeah if we don't Mm-hmm. explode and everything yeah. hundreds of years will pass right in like the blink of an eye yeah in terms of like the greater universe yeah totally like yeah someday to say like oh well this won't erode for like hundreds of years right. still means this will in erode years. in yeah. hundreds of years exactly yeah but may as well try to you know stretch it out right so he- so here is like thoughts about what the deal is behind this thing okay like i said there are tons of conspiracy theories and speculation and they include that the group is satanic and they kind of like perverted the Ten Commandments. 
Okay. It's not a perfect one-to-one, but the fact that it's Ten Commandments and they're not the Ten Commandments yeah. could be offensive to some people and make them think that that was deliberate. Um, some people say that they're meant to guide future people toward a tribal government. Um, they're linked to Freemasons. Stoned. But why would they have needed to contract this company to Maybe do it? they were in on it. Maybe this is a story that everybody made up. One of the sites that I landed on that I was like, <laughs> was like saying that the guy who they talked to at the Granite Company was a Freemason and was somehow in on this thing or something. Like he was like, yeah, no, an anonymous guy came and commissioned me. <laughs> then why'd you, know? you get it wrong? I don't know. Why'd you get some what? stuff about it wrong? Oh, su- what? Pseudonym? spell pseudonym. Maybe it wasn't a very bright Freemason. I'm not sure. But uh, that's an idea. And that's something to do with the New World Order, um, especially with the commandment about, let me see, like um, all nations. Oh, no. Which one? Was yeah, yeah, yeah. All nations should govern yeah. themselves from the inside. Yeah, exactly. External things should be guided by a world court. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And be wary of anybody that's trying to tell you about who should guide the future. Yes, absolutely. Definitely be wary of that. But mm-hmm. conceptually, mm-hmm. this is very fascinating. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um. And I love this. this is a direct quote at the unveiling of the monument. There's a local minister who was there checking it out because I guess there's probably hubbub in the area about like what was happening. And he proclaimed that he believed the monument, the monument was for quote, sun worshipers, for cult worship and for devil worship. I don't think about sun worshipers a lot no. and how that's a scary thing. And I enjoy a minister being upset about this and being like, this is for sun worshipers and, and cult worshipers. Someone's trying to worship the damn yeah. sun again. <laughs> I keep saying no. You're not supposed to. How many times do I have to tell you? Don't worship the sun. And that's final. Um, <laughs> some people, and this is very... So, okay, this one, it is dorky. But I also think they're onto something because a lot of people are dorks. Yeah. So I think that this could be. Some people think that this whole thing is linked to the Rosicrucians, who I know I talked about in another episode. I, I can't remember which one. I was trying to rack my brain so I could be like in other episodes where I'm sometimes like, check out episode 25 for more. I yeah, don't yeah, remember yeah. where I talked about them. But um Rosicrucians are basically people who believe that there's kind of like a secret, magical, like unseen order to the world. So like they almost believe in a new world order, but not like physical people doing it. That there's some sort of like force that's guiding things that we can't see if you can somehow like understand and tap into that source then you're like better off they're not like sinister or scary or anything really but there definitely is a lot of like secrecy they just believe in the force they believe in the force yeah basically from what i understand i could be wrong but i think there's a lot of secrecy and kind of like occultism and symbology to it so people think rosicrucians are scary or whatever so some people think it's linked to the rosicrucians i think just because they point to the fact that his pseudonym R.C. Christian kind of sounds like Rosicrucian. Oh, come on. I love that. I love it. I want that to be true. All, I, all I'm all i picturing, by the way, still yeah. is Billy Crystal. Why? To me, his name sounds like Billy Crystal coming up with a fake name. Why? I don't understand. Robert C. Christian? It makes me think of Billy C. Crystal. Now, I don't know what his middle initial is, nor do I want to. I may never know. But <laughs> I do not understand why that makes you think of Billy Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> it just does. I, I'm also wary of anyone who says, I'm going to, hi, I'm Billy C. Chris, Crystal. That's not my real name. Yeah. That, just use that name and right. let them find out later on that that wasn't your real name. I, maybe he had to tell them it was a pseudonym right off the bat because he wanted them to put that it was a pseudonym on the. But why even put it was a pseudonym on the stone? Maybe he told them that it What's was a difference? pseudonym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he got it wrong. Maybe he was like, it's actually a pseudonym. They're like, oh, we don't know about that. This guy's very mysterious. I guess he knows things we don't know. Just put in pseudonym. He knows cool new words yeah. <laughs> we don't know. Pseudonym. Exactly. But R.C. Christian Rosicrucian. I love that. I want that to be so bad. It's terrible. It's terrible. So as I said, the most agreed upon explanation is the idea of it being kind of prompted by the Cold War in some way. Um, and I did I I think I said all this. Like I said, I kind of went in a in little like bit mixed up order. order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I well, it's fine. This basically, I find it I find it to be incredibly fascinating mm. to want to do that, and interestingly, yeah. simultaneously forward thinking and mm. futile. Yes. Um, 
But worth a shot, you know what I mean? Like, there are all kinds of things that are futile. But I guess if you're somebody who's getting yourself, like, hyped up about how this could potentially kind of, like, save humanity in some yeah, way, yeah. that's like, I guess I may as well try. It's the, such a high-stakes thing. There, there, there are things that, um, like, humans have tried to do to prolong mm-hmm. knowledge. Yeah. So, like, I think one of the things – I read something recently about being able to encode data in DNA, Mm -hmm. something like that, like Mm -hmm. bioengineering, something to store information so that it will outlive us, so that it can be, like, passed on to a future that is unknown. And, like, we've sent that golden record out into outer space that has, you know, a bunch of music on it and messages that are like, we are the children of Earth. Right, right. Children of Earth in a bunch of different languages, like – I enjoy efforts like that. Mm. I wonder if things like that aren't broadly generally supported because they also spread a message of doomsday. Right, right. We're doing this for a reason. Like something bad is coming. Yeah. It's not just really for like the hell of it. Maybe we should be doing it now more than ever. Yeah. Maybe we should be, maybe honestly, mm-hmm. honestly, what's to stop us? Mm-hmm. Seriously, us, you and me. Okay. From planting a time capsule. Nothing. I actually planted a time capsule at our house in Connecticut. So did I. Yeah. I buried a Stretch Armstrong doll under three inches of, uh, of like stone. That's awesome. Gravel in That's our awesome. backyard play thing. Yeah. No, I made like a time capsule, like with stuff in it. I don't remember. It was like deliberately like a box of, it was meant to be a time capsule. Do you have any idea? Do you remember where you? I vaguely do. It was like between the playground and like the big willow tree thing. I I know that it's in that area. I know. I I think about it every once in a while. It really bugs me. I I wish that I could somehow. Why not? We just, all we have to do is send a letter to that address. Yeah, but they have to like dig up their entire yard. No, 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 no. no. We go. Yeah. We go. And dig up their entire yard. And we film it. Yeah. Yeah. And we offer to, you know, replant everything and put it back the way that it was. I mean, it was a big yard. It was a big yard. It was a big yard. But maybe if you walk yeah. it, you'll you'll know. Yeah. Plus, I, I there's a 99.9% Ooh, chance. Wouldn't it be cool if we were walking and then I was like, it's here. Like, close my eyes. I'm hovering my hand. And I just kind of like start to feel it. I can sense it. Yeah. A big floppy hat with a flower on it. <laughs> I don't remember what's in it at all. I really don't. I, I know be, that I wrote something. I, I don't remember any of the other objects, though. That would be fascinating. Yeah. Let's send a letter to that address and, okay. and say, like, if you're if you're amenable to this, please mm-hmm. feel free to call us or contact us. We don't yeah. want to bother you. Yeah. We don't want to freak you out. We would never show up at your door or anything like right. that. One of the scariest things that I can imagine, <laughs> this has been shown in TV and stuff, not yeah. recently, but it's been shown in movies and stuff, mm-hmm. where someone will, like, bing bong. Yeah, hi. This is my childhood home. Oh, I'd love to be able to walk in and look around. Absolutely get not. Off my doorstep. Absolutely not. Get out of here. Not in a billion years. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Freaky deaky. Yes, very freaky deaky. But, but I would love a written letter. I would love yeah. to go to that house in Connecticut yeah. for any reason. Yeah. And if it's because you planted a time capsule there. Yeah, I, I mean, I did. All the better. <laughs> All right. I mean, we have to stay and like reseed somebody's whole yard. Yes. <laughs> no, you pay, pay. And what if I'm remembering? Pay Stu. Pay Stu to yeah. fix the yard. Wasn't he the guy that mowed our lawn? I don't remember. You remember that? <laughs> I don't remember. Mom was the guy that mowed our lawn named Stu. <laughs> we had a gigantic house in yeah. Connecticut. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess we could just be like, okay, we'll pay somebody to reseed it or uh-huh. whatever. That's true. Stu is 99 now. <laughs> you mean I have to? My contract is still in effect. Oh, damn it. All right, here I come. 22 skidoo. <laughs> Comes riding by on his mower. <laughs> I, I'm not against that idea. I'm worried about what if I'm thinking of where I put it wrong. Oh, uh, well, I mean, but that's also possible. I, again, yeah. I think this would probably end in failure. Yes. Um, but, it, I mean. Might not. What the hell? Yeah. Well, the worms have gotten to it. I don't think it was like an airtight situation. Or people found it. Like I know. Somebody undoubtedly found my Stretch Armstrong. Yeah, I'm sure they did. And we're just it probably like, didn't go deep. The hell is it? Yeah, I bet I didn't go as deep as I think I did, maybe or something. No. I mean, I don't think I thought. Plus, I went you would have had to have deep. used like a box that like can resist the elements. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't remember what box I had it. I just, I'm sure that I did it. But it's I don't. Yeah, it's fascinating. I know. 
Um, well, very interesting. Yeah. I, I like that story a lot. I've Me never heard too. of that before. I can't believe it's not a bigger deal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be like looking this up after we're done recording. Yeah. It's really awesome. Um, well, I have something that's oddly kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, was just kind of like looking around online. I was looking for places that are said to be haunted, yeah. specifically near us. Yep. Um, and I came up with a short list of things uh, to share with you that are all within essentially a few miles of where we're sitting right now. Excellent. Hey, what's to stop us from going there someday? Nothing. Zero things. What would stop us? Yeah. Anyway, uh, these are all essentially pulled from www. Mm-hmm. dot dot. <laughs> JFK impression slipping in there. <laughs> Hauntedplaces.org. Yes. Which is an awesome awesome website big fan of this website you can straight up go to hauntedplaces.org and hit search nearby Mm -hmm. and it will use your location to tell you places that are said to be haunted near you yeah people can leave comments on those things it's all old looking yeah it's an old looking website but it's not they're like up-to-date comments on it and stuff absolutely Mm -hmm. it is wonderful and we're gonna start this journey with the piscataway town burial ground which is i think under Mm -hmm. two miles away from us right now yeah. Kristen, I could jog there in like yeah. 45 minutes. <laughs> anyway. In this heat? <laughs> no. No. Hour and a half. If it's anything like uh, yeah. elementary school, I'd, I'd get about a quarter of the way and start crying and ask the gym teacher if I can stop. Jog. Oh, Just yeah. I think stop. I had to, you know, like the physical fitness challenge, like the presidential fitness challenge or whatever. Yeah. I think I had to do the mile over again because I said I had like heat stroke Oh, or I definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not kidding. I think I did. I was like, I can't do this. I have heat stroke. I did. Yeah. A seven-year-old telling you that. God. It's It's embarrassing. So embarrassing. Uh, I did like a 14-minute mile or something. Yeah. Literally. No, I know. So did I. Yeah. I can walk a mile in 14 minutes. God knows what I was doing. God knows. Just rebelling. I I didn't want to do it at all. Just Just don't tell me what to do. Screw this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Yeah. All right. So anyway. The Piscataway Town Burial Ground. Yeah. Now, this is the description from the web. I'm going to be doing a lot of reading, granted, but it's also going to springboard into other stuff. Yeah. I think it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Graves date back to 1693 when two brothers died from eating poisonous mushrooms. Okay. But the graveyard- 1693, you said? 1693. But the graveyard also houses a witch. Oh. Locals say. Mary Moore- Buried here in 1731, was accused and put to death for witchcraft. Mary's ghost is said to appear if you walk around her grave three times and spit. Ooh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that because it's it's yeah. uh, disrespectful. Yeah, exactly. But that is some old world hocus pocus. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely is. Spin around three times and hockaloogie. Yeah, spit. Yeah. Hockaloogie, hokey pokey. You turn um, yourself around. <laughs> That's, that's what it's what, all about. That's, that's Mary popping out and saying that last part. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would love to. That's something that we can test. Absolutely. But I'd have to be spinning around, spitting in a graveyard. I don't want to spit on a grave. I don't. That's a popo no no. Yeah, yeah. Police would come and arrest me. Um, I think it's a moral no no. A momo no no. A momo no no. I agree with you. It's a momo and popo no no. No no. However, another tale says that two local boys stole. Mary Moore's headstone years ago, so no one knows where to find it. The legend's variations tell of several ways the boys were cursed or died from tampering with the gravestone. Oh. And then they don't explain that. Sure. What does happen on this website, and this is the essentially the second half of what my topic is, uh-huh. comments from locals yeah. talking about these things. Yes. So- Here's Isabel's comment. Oh, this is great. My friend and I found the Hooper brothers' tomb. Tangent. Okay. Remember when I said that this graveyard dates back to 1693 when yes. two brothers died of eating poisonous mushrooms? Okay, so... Isabel cued me in. Yeah. That was the Hooper brothers. Okay. That gave me enough information to look up the story of the Hooper brothers. Excellent, William. Very yep. good. Very good. Uh, this is from weirdnewjersey.com. It was reported in Reader's Digest as being the oldest known recorded case of mushroom poisoning in the United States. Oh, man. A translation from the Old English headstone of the brothers from 1693. Now, it has to be translated because this is truly like Old English. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's another language. yeah, Yeah, essentially. Here's what it says. Spectators, beneath this tomb lay two brothers. 
aged 12 and 10 years. Wait, real quick. This is what their headstone says? This is what their headstone spectators. says. Spectators. Yes. That's so weird. 1693. Well, you're coming to look at it. You're a spectator. This is awesome. Now this, talk about the Georgia Guidestones. This is a message that has survived 300 years and is almost illegible. Yeah. So I don't know about nuclear uh-huh. fallout. I don't know how that guidestone is going to be legible. Right. Because we 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 have to translate something from the 1600s. Right. Oh, I see what you're saying. You see yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. But still. All right. Spectators, beneath this tomb lay two brothers, aged 12 and 10 years. They died within one day of eating poisoned mushrooms. Their names were Richard and Charles Hooper, and they died in 1693. Oh, man. Fascinating. Yeah. Back to Isabel's comment. Like full sentences on this I really gravestone. Like it. Well, honestly, yeah. this is a story that would easily get lost to time. Yeah. I mean, the way that news would have been transmitted, it's not as if it would have been, you know, like carved anywhere else. It's not like we have newspapers. You're totally right. Right? This, mm-hmm. this, honestly, you know, there, there's that whole thing. This is a cliche. I happen to like it, though I think the language of it is a little corny. Mm-hmm. Uh, that... Every man dies two deaths when he actually dies in the last time somebody speaks their name. I've never heard that before. You haven't heard that before? Mm-mm. I'm a very big fan of this idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 we used to, uh, as a network, instead of Talk Bomb, we mm-hmm. used to be called WB2045, which mm-hmm. was a weird sort of in-joke about living forever. Yeah. But honestly, like we're constantly uploading our yeah. conversations with each other and our bits and pieces of our personality to the internet. Yeah, it's true. Part of my hope is mm-hmm. that... Th- that you know, in some form, our words were, will carry on. Yeah, um, it's true. And now uh, Richard and Charles Hooper mm-hmm. have been mentioned again. Yeah. Uh, 300 years past their death. That is Th- they're awesome. They're not truly gone. Right. That's awesome. Um, so back to Isabel's comment. She uh, felt an unusual warm spot next to the Hooper's tomb. Okay. Uh, we also tried to find Mary the tube, Moore. <laughs> the Hooper's tomb wasn't in a pool, was it? <laughs> They're in the shallow end of a pool. Yeah, I feel a warm spot. I feel a warm spot. I think it's probably it's probably like a ghost. Here. Oh, I think it's probably don't, yeah, Charlie Hooper. Yeah, d- 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 don't come over here. Don't oh, come over. I think I smell a poison mushroom. You better get out of here. Oh no! Oh, it's rotten. <laughs> Some something's rotten around here. Anyway, oh, God. Uh, Isabel also tried to find Mary Moore's grave but no dice. Mm. Maybe those boys really did steal it, or Mary's grave is so illegible that we didn't notice. Ah. Mike comments. That's like one of the, um, I think it's in Stull Cemetery, which we did an episode on, that there's a grave that's like rumored to be of like some kind of infamous person sort of deal, but right. we, we don't really know because it's illegible at this point. Yeah. 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 Yeah, these things aren't right. permanent. Yeah. Man, we're um, really talking about... In- like engravings and granted a lot tonight. We are. And it, and how permanent we're not. <laughs> You're right. It is a little <laughs> repetitious. But I also think, I don't know, it, to me, I find it fascinating. It really does speak to this, uh, this like futility of trying yeah. to make something last. I don't even even know if etched it's in stone. Right. I don't, I don't know if that's even the point, though, necessarily. Like, it's just kind of like doing your best. I don't think I see it as being like a futile effort. No, I get, yeah, that's very defeatist. Yeah. Like, because I, I also wouldn't be like, don't make statues mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever yeah but like it just like i don't know it's sort this is of one of the most permanent methods we have i yeah and it's I, also just tradition at this point i'm sure there'd be some sort of weirdo way that if we really wanted to make sure that like information at grave sites where people are buried stayed there forever like right. it's probably some sort that's of what i said they're way. encoding information in like yeah. dna right they'll just like put a frog on every person's grave or something that i don't know <laughs> but it's, it's tradition yeah so we do this yeah, yeah. exactly uh, so Mike comments, I saw the grave in 1973 when I was a kid. I love, I love, yeah, I know. this is, this is like getting to talk to townies yes, or totally. something, you know, like people that have been around yeah. and like have been able to share stories and stuff, but it's all just written online. Right. But nobody sees it because nobody reads this stuff. Right, right. I saw the grave in 1973 when I was a kid. It was really strange. It said, here lies the accursed body of Mary Moore. She burns in hell forever. Whoa. So the witch story. Heavy gravestone. I know. So the witch story may very well be true. 
Now, I take issue with that. Because it said that on a headstone doesn't mean the story was true. It means that maybe she was killed for being a witch, but not that well, she... Well, yeah, I mean, I think you could be saying that. Like, the story about her being a witch, not so, necessarily yeah. that she's a witch is true. True. Yeah. I want that on my gravestone. She burns in hell yeah. forever. A cur- Here lies the accursed body, or whatever it says, of Kristen Rogers Anderson. She burns in hell forever. Please, please. That's a badass Pronounce gravestone. it accursed. Accursed. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, I misread this several times. I thought it said, here lies the accursed body of Mary Moore. She burns in hell forevermore. Uh-huh. Ooh, fun. But you can't really rhyme more with more, so maybe no. that's why they backed off of that. Yeah, they probably did. Yeah, they probably did. You found one of those fun kind of gravestones for, like, your lawn on Halloween. Yeah, you're you know right. I mean, like Rick R. Mortis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, um... You can accept, like, not perfection in those kinds of things. So I feel like rhyming more with more is, like... Within the keeping of the cheesiness of those. Yeah. Or like uh, Bert Slab. What? Or like, um, no, give me another what chance. Give me doing? another chance. Give me another no, chance. Give no, me another move chance. on. Give me, give me more quotes from people in town who've seen scary things. Bertroff. Why does it have to be Bert's? Wait. You're, you're, right, you're, you're stuck. Right. You're, you're right. stuck. <laughs> Bertroff. Uh, <laughs> you think Bert is short for Bertroff? Uh, more coffin. More coffin? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Wait, let me, let me go again. Also, Mork isn't a again. real name. Let me try again. Mork. <laughs> Boss, I swear I'll be able to make one of these. Henderson, you haven't made a single novelty grave all season. Well, I'm if- waiting for a good one. Is Bertroff Bert R O F F or Bert R O V? I was gonna try to make it go into coffin, but I forgot to put a C in there, so it became Bertroff. Bertroff coffin. No, it was gonna be like Bertroff Innsberg or something, and coffin would be hidden in there, but I didn't put a C in Bertroff. I still don't understand. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Technically, technically, my job is writer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, moving on. Ignore it. <laughs> cut this done. out. Cut this out of the finished thing. Cut no this way. Out. Cut Never. This out. Never. Trim that up. Keep it in. Trim that up. Keep it in, Bertrand. So anyway, it was. He goes. So yeah. He goes. The cursed body of Mary Moore. She's. She burns in hell forever. He wrote. It was a horrible epitaph. <laughs> I have heard talk that the kid who stole it got killed crossing Route One with it. How fun is it to hear a local? <sighs> Right. I love this. Great. You know, I looked up haunted things in Highland Park like not that There's long like ago. There's like nothing in Highland Park. I this know. This is an Edison technique. I know. I must have been in a rush and didn't actually like read the surrounding things. I just saw that it was just like, oh, Piscataway, Edison or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is so good. I know. Highland Park is like a little forgotten mm-hmm. knoll. Yeah. Like, there, there's nothing scary. Yeah. Uh, Z comments. Now, somebody who just has the name Z. Uh-huh. You, I'm interested. You're not going to be shocked with what Z wrote. All right. Edgy? A little bit. Okay. A little bit. I went there a few years ago with a huge group of friends. As we were planning our route, two of us saw a guy step from behind a tree, cock his gun, and then hide again. <laughs> I immediately don't believe it. I would say, no, you didn't. I instantly don't believe it. <laughs> no, you didn't. I had no idea about Why the it- war vets, just the witch. I freaked out because I couldn't tell if it was real until I saw the look on my friend's face. After wandering, I went back to the car because one side of the place was freezing while the other wasn't. It was weird. Hmm. When we were all in the car, the videos all six of us took were deleted. All of them. Ooh. Isabel wrote back. Still haven't gone back yet. It's like a weird, like, message board. But really? Some guy had a gun on him? Did you report it? I would have freaked out. Nobody believes Z. No. Nobody believes when zero. <laughs> no, Isabel's poking him to see, is, is he going to go further and give us more details on this fake story? Like, yeah. Two of us saw a guy step from behind a tree, cock a gun, and then hide again. Why would anybody do that? Here's 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 why this happens. Because there was a bunch of them, and one of them just started going like, oh my god, did you see that? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god, I'm <laughs> so freaked out. Thinks he's a young fella. Oh my god, I'm so freaked out right now. I'm like, no fear in your voice? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm like so scared right now. Guys, we should go. Guys, just dead eyes. I think we I think we need to leave. I'm really yeah. freaked out right now. You know, I think we should probably uh, get in the car and leave. Oh, oh my, my phone deleted all my videos. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Boy. Ghost got Nobody, me. There's no way to show everybody proof of oh. this definitely scary thing that really happened. Oh man, it's a shame. Oh, sick news Z. Oh, okay. Aw. Aw. All right, moving on. Moving on from the Piscataway town 
cemetery, whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, we're now going to go to the Van Wickle House. Ooh. The Van Wickle House was a wedding present for Everett and Cornelia Van Wickle. Oh, my God. But tragically, they died on the same day the house was presented to them, March 3rd, 1757. Oh, no. They are buried nearby on a hill under some trees. Typical Did they say haunting. how they died? No. Yeah. They just died the same day the house was given to them. Typical haunting stuff comes yeah. after that. Uh, strangely behaving pets, doors slamming, mm-hmm. flying doilies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, things like this. Things like all this. Yeah. Uh, comment from Jacob. In the afternoon, I saw an apparition go off into the woods. It looked like a man from the 1700s from the clothing he wore. Cool. My only real comment on this is not an, not not to cast aspersions on Jacob. Yeah. It immediately made me think, I am not paying attention to things that are going on around me. Uh-huh. And how awesome would it be? Like, I will never see a ghost because I'm always looking at my phone or something. Yeah. L- literally always. If yeah. I'm if I'm like out with the dog, I'm uh-huh. looking at my phone. There's just not a chance. Yeah. To see this stuff, you'd have to like I imagine Jacob like it's a hot day or something he's like looking out the window. Uh-huh. He's, like, Maybe he looks up from his phone briefly. Maybe. Not Maybe. impossible. But I feel like you need All to it takes a second. I feel like you need like constant vigilance. I think yeah. you need to be able to be able to like watch mm-hmm. and observe things and just kind of enjoy the peaceful and oh, did I just see something? Yeah. Why did that strike me as weird? Yeah, he was dressed strange. Right. Well, where is he? Oh, he's not coming back. And yeah. then start like piecing together like, yeah. well, he walked into the woods, but why isn't he walking back out? Right. Like that's how you'd have to notice that that is odd. Yeah, totally. It makes me wish that I either was a daydreamer that uh-huh. would like look out the window all the time yeah. or we've got like a ring camera doorbell thing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. want to like study that. Oh, William, I would love it if something scary came up on your ring camera. Right? Oh my god! Yep, thirteen steps to the gallows. Oh, you got. Yep, you got to keep an eye on that thing. I got to buy the. It's like three dollars a year to be able to look at the thing. I just haven't paid it because it's. Oh, do it! I got to do it. Yeah, I'll do it. All right, uh, another shorty. Okay. Another shorty. This one's just called abandoned warehouses. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm going to put links to all these things in the show notes if you want to look at them. Cool. Uh, so I'm not going to share like addresses or anything yeah. crazy here. But this one's just called abandoned warehouses. Real weird. Uh. Uh. uh there are no comments on this one. This one's okay. just like ignored, forgotten, possibly uploaded by somebody a lot like Z. Uh-huh. But quite frankly. Doesn't, doesn't feel credible. It doesn't feel credible, but I really like it. Yeah. This abandoned building has been reported to have an evil entity that will chase you out of the building and slam doors while you are inside it. Where is this building, did it say? It does, but I, I don't have it in my notes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, there is also a woman that will stand by the open window in the back. She screams that he is after her. Oh, my God. And she warns you to run away. Oh, my God. Isn't that great? I would just die. He's after me. If I, oh, my God. You need to run. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then God. you just hear doors slamming. I'm like, oh, like the evil dead, that camera that just rushes at you. That is scary. It's scary. Yeah. No comments. Yeah. Again, not credible. Yeah. It's an abandoned warehouse. I'm guessing somebody like Z went there and right. they- we're like, oh, did, oh my God, did you see that? Yeah. I think I saw a spirit. Yeah. I think she told me to run. She told me to run away. She said someone's after her. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I like this one quite a bit. Yeah. The Conference House. Okay. AKA the Billup House. Billup. Billup. Excuse me. <laughs> Billup. Billup. My lunch is repeating on me. Billup. <laughs> is that gross? That's very gross. Lunch should only happen once. Absolutely. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. The conference house, Put that AKA on your tombstone. Lunch that only happened once. But like, boy, that Will Rogers really was smart. <laughs> this will last forever. Yeah. Uh, so the conference house, aka Billup House, was built in 1680. It was the scene of a tragedy when in when in 1779, owner Christopher Billup, a British loyalist, accused a female servant of spying on him for the colonists. Whoa. She denied the charge and Billup threw her down the stairs. Oh my God. Breaking her neck. Yikes. Apparitions of both Billup and the servant, as well as British soldier ghosts, are believed to haunt the premises. Neighbors have heard a man singing or shouting and a woman screaming and falling. Hmm. Now we've got. So I wonder if she really was a spy because these British soldiers are hanging around. Maybe there were people who she was like. You know, yeah, maybe conferencing with. Sure, sure, maybe. Um, now, Jed comments. I was at the conference house with friends and their children at an Easter egg hunt around 1986. 
At some point, my ex-wife and I went inside to explore and to get out of the morning chill. We went downstairs and to the left where I opened a door to find a young man sitting in front of a fireplace at the far side of the room. This is awesome. He was smoking a long white clay pipe and staring at the fire, which had a large copper kettle suspended over it. Even with the fire going, when I opened this door, I felt a cold chill in the air. The man sensed our presence, but waited half a minute before he got up and came over to us. He had the most realistic costume I had ever seen on a reenactor, especially with uh, his shoes, which were made from leather pieces sewn together. His face was pallid and had occasional wisps of hair on his cheek, which looked like they would be plucked rather than shaved off. I started the exchange by saying, this is great. Do they pay you to dress up and come sit here or are you a volunteer? He responded that he lived nearby and often came to this place because his friend worked here. He said he liked to explore the building and the grounds had once dis- and uh and the grounds oh he liked to discover explore the building and grounds and had once discovered a tunnel underneath that supposedly went under uh and connected to Perth Amboy and was used for the underground railroad. He said that it must have been sealed off because he hadn't been able to find it lately. He terminated the exchange abruptly and went back to sit and smoke his pipe. A few years later, I called to find out about these reenactors and was told there were none. I asked the woman if there were any stories about ghosts, and she said she had heard about ghosts at other sites in Staten Island, but not at the conference house. Weird. So first of all, he asked this guy if he works here, and the guy was like, no, I just visit my friend here. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like a follow-up question would be like, why are you dressed like this? Cool, are you alive? Yeah, like you don't work here, and yet you dress dress like like this? And you pull your beard out (laughs) instead of shaving it? Was that normal? I don't understand that part of it, really. I'm guessing, I wonder if, um, uh, 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 I don't know if shaving was normal. I I guess, but like, how can you tell? I don't get... You know what I mean? Like he was saying he had cheek hairs that looked like they would be Maybe plucked? he was scraggly looking. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So this is sort of backed up by a completely different comment. This is not a reply. Uh-huh. This is a different comment. Back in 1971, myself and two friends were on the beach about 300 feet away from the house one night. My friend Ray and I took a walk toward the trees uh, when uh, the girl, Sharon, I don't know what that mm-hmm. means, screamed and ran toward us. She said, a man in a red Revolution War uh, uniform came out of nowhere and walked towards her. We didn't see it. We left the beach and ran back to the car and left. It's two stories about... I would just die. old British soldier. Holy crap. Also, a weird thing about the first British soldier is that, like, in hauntings a lot, you hear about the idea of them kind of repeating something from their time or whatever, or them, like, not really understanding what's going on, and not usually conversing with a living person. It's weird that this soldier, or whatever it was, understood that people work here, and, like, had, like, a cover story about how he's visiting his friend who works at this place. Well, but, but, no, 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 I don't don't think it was a cover story. I think, because they say that the general who threw that woman down the stairs, there were other soldiers, too. So maybe it really was his friend that worked there. Okay. He just visits him there. Okay. Right? I was thinking he was suggesting to the living guy that, like, Right. It was a cover. He's like, oh, yeah, my uh, my friend works here. Oh, yeah, I'm not a ghost gotcha, or nothing. Gotcha. No, my, uh, my best bro. Yes. I've got a bit of a bromance yeah, with someone. Yeah, yeah, my, uh, my broheim works here. So uh, that's why I'm here, and this is all normal. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. No, my Abraham Lincoln <laughs> works here. That <laughs> ain't scary. All right, that makes sense. All right, second to last story. Yeah. Wallace House. The old Dutch parsonage was built in 1751 and was moved around whatever. (laughs) (laughs) The parsonage is said to be extremely haunted, with screams, banging, and objects being moved around at night. The Wallace House is also said to have a ghost, albeit a friendly one, Hmm. known to tug clothing or tap the shoulders of guests and guides during tours. My God. George Washington and his officers allegedly stayed here during the Revolutionary War. Cool. Here's a comment from Heather. I lived across the street from the Wallace House as a kid. We would sit on our front porch at night and watch lights go up and down the stairs. Oh, my God. I love the idea of being outside of it and watching it happen. Like, that remove is really cool. Seeing it through the windows. Oh, man. I would play with the caretaker's daughter, and when they would open in the morning, it would look like someone had ransacked the place overnight. 
There was a postcard carousel, and I saw it get spun very fast, and the postcards flew out. I love this. Rebuttal from (laughs) William. Uh Uh-oh. There seems to be no foundation for the story about the Wallace house being haunted. A discussion with the former caretaker's daughter, whom I also knew, uh indicates a little youthful fun and exaggeration from those long gone days. And there hasn't been an employee called a caretaker there in 30 years. Okay, William. All right, William. Okay, maybe she was just calling it a caretaker because that's what she calls it, but that wasn't that person's job title. Yeah, William also said that he spoke to the caretaker's daughter. Oh, yeah, you're right. So Cool your jets, William. Cool your jets. Hey, Willie? What's your problem with Heather or whatever her name is? From one Willie to another, let Heather have her fun. Let people have fun, William. (laughs) (laughs) From one Willie to another. Hey, did you see I tried to get hashtag Willie work going? Oh, I saw it. Guys, oh, I saw. when William puts out projects like The Long Hallway or Blackwood or anything else in the future, hashtag Willie work. Keep it going. Let's see hashtag how far this thing can go. Willie work. Mm-hmm. Perfect. You yep. know what? I guess I love it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My final local haunting that I have for you this time. I would like okay. to do this again. I think it's amusing. I couldn't love this more. I want you to do it every week. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Nothing else then. I guess. Yeah. I guess what I, I guess I won't tell you about the Candyman next week. No. Or the Mad Hatter the week after. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I. Will and I were texting about the show today, and that was an example topic I gave him. The Mad Hatter is a really funny example of what we w- might do on the show. I know. So that way, if we do a show about the Mad Hatter, yeah. <laughs> All right. The Ayers Allen House. The Ayers Allen House is a private residence that dates back to the 1700s. It is believed to be haunted. Witnesses say the ghosts who live there are Revolutionary War or Hessian soldiers. Oh. Or a woman searching for her young son who was killed by British soldiers. Also said to be here are two Native American spirits who were unjustly hanged in a tree in the yard. Boy. One comment. From Julie. Lean in, folks. Last one. It is haunted. I drove by it last night with a friend who is a psychic medium, and she felt it was haunted. Attached is a picture of a cat. Is that the psychic medium? (laughs) I drove by with my friend, who is a psychic medium, also a cat. Now... What? They confirmed what I already knew that the place Why is Why is that picture attached? Uh, no one knows. It seems to have nothing. It seems to be a complete non sequitur. Is it a haunted cat? I mean, it's a cute cat. I have proof it was haunted. I drove past it, and my friend said it was. Here's my cat. That's proof. All right, Julie, look. We all have different communication styles. I find yours a little obtuse. Are you going to doubt Julie? <laughs> And her friend, the psychic medium. Maybe that medium? is Julie. That might be Julie. Yeah. yeah. And uh, can you believe I wrote this? I'm a cat. Driving. Yeah. Molly thinks that I'm her friend. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Molly frequently drives past places with me. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> and I'll sure. turn to her and go, oh, "That place is haunted." Place is haunted. I can sense it. Hoping that she'll, you know, pass yeah. on the story to Crumbs. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's so scared all Starts the time. Some rumors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you have it. A bunch of uh, local hauntings. I, I was calling that. Um, like old familiar haunts or something like that? What did I call this? Oh, I call it local haunts. Okay. You know, that would be your, uh, your little bar you'd go hang out at or something like that. Right, exactly. But it's a double entendre. Our local haunts are actual haunted places. Very clever. I love it. J'adore. Mm. Je the window. I don't care. Nice. <sighs> well, that concludes this episode of Guides the Unknown. Technically ending on a, on a quote from the mask. Technically. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us. Yes. We hope you had a really fun time learning Mm -hmm. about things that are carved and how long they last. (laughs) Bring those facts to your next cocktail party. Yep. Uh, Please check out this this haunted website. I would love for people to share their local haunts with us. Oh, yeah. Hauntedplaces.org. I am very familiar with this because whenever I travel anywhere, which is very infrequent, but I consult hauntedplaces.org to see like what's going on in that area. And I think it's I'm going to start doing that from now on because oh, yeah, I really great. I really enjoyed and like it'll show you literally yep. 1.8 miles from your house yep. or whatever and I think that's how far the Piscataway Town Cemetery is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love 
having that resource available. Totally. Share your uh, haunted places with us. Yeah, what's around absolutely. You. We'd love to hear it. You might discover something new. We discovered stuff that goes back to yes. before America existed. 1693? Right. What? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. The two kids that discovered you can't eat every mushroom? <laughs> That's right. Incredible. Thank you to those kids. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I hope they were the last. Lessons like that endure, mm. similar to how the Georgia Capstone. Exactly. What's it called? Uh, Georgia Guidestones. 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 It does have a capstone, though. It does we did talk about a capstone, we so did. you're not pulling that out of thin air. That's true. That's true. That's true. Now, if you enjoyed Guide to the Unknown, things that we would greatly appreciate you doing, mm-hmm. please share the show. Yes. Tweet about it. Post on Facebook. Take a picture of yourself listening to it and mm-hmm. put that on Instagram. Yeah. Super, super important and helpful for other people to be like, oh, maybe I should check this out. And then we grow and become bigger, more powerful, and we can do more cool things for you guys. Unstoppable. Yeah. Uh, you can review us on Apple Podcasts yep. or any similar site. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love to read them. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to start trying to make use of them. Yeah. Spoiler yes. alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you can also hit up uh, patreon.com slash gttupod mm-hmm. if you'd like to donate a little something back to us. Yep. Spoiler alert for that. Kristen and I had a lunch meeting recently. We did. Things might be developing. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, you can follow at gttupod on all social media to keep up with us throughout the week and hear about spooky things going on in the world. Yep. Um, and you can join our secret society group over on facebook.com slash groups. That's right. Slash gttupod. Talk back to us. Talk back to other listeners and viewers such as yourself. Maybe share your haunted stuff there that'd be fun we can yeah. fill in the map people of guy to the unknown sometimes. i, I mean it's awesome like i get ideas from what people post in the group about their local stuff that's what jennifer did yeah exactly yeah. exactly it's yeah. great um and you can always talk to us online as well that's right i'm at chillin Kristen on instagram and twitter i am at the myth traveler Please, now that the show is over, go check out The Long Hallway, yes. brand new horror podcast that mm-hmm. I directed, uh, short flash fiction stories written by the incredible Skylark Media team. Uh, episodes come out every Tuesday and Thursday. If you're listening to this, when this episode drops on uh, podcast apps, there are two shows mm-hmm. for you to enjoy yeah. uh, and a bunch more coming. Uh, check the show notes for links. So thanks again, everybody, for hanging out with us and having spooky fun. Mm -hmm. We'll be back next week for more terrifying tales. That's right. But until that time comes, we must travel. Back to the netherworld, go me. (laughs) 